What's up guys, welcome back to Film Roll, your all-around spots for movies, TV shows, and films. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the movie Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Now, I've already done the book review on my channel, but if you've, seen, if you've heard that, then you can get off if you want to. This is for people who either haven't read the book, haven't seen the movie, or haven't listened to my podcast. Today, I'm going to just going to be analyzing the book and explaining it and giving my review on it. So, the opening scene starts with the end of the first chapter in the book we're introduced to three characters one named mcgonagall who when we get introduced to her she's a cat but then she transforms back into a woman albus dumbledore and rubius hagrid now these three characters are delivering a baby to a house we don't know who the baby is but we can already assume that he's harry potter because well right after that the opening screen the opening credits roll so um after the opening credits roll, we see Harry all grown up as an 11-year-old. He has circular glasses, and he's woken up by his aunt Petunia and his uncle and his cousin Dudley. So, um, his aunt Petunia and his cousin Dudley wake him up very rudely, I might add, and we're introduced to another character named Uncle Vernon. Uncle Vernon, Aunt Petunia, and Dudley are the Dursleys. They are Harry's aunt, uncle, and cousin. Uh, they're the last family that he went to because he, they were the last family that he went to because he had no family left. So uh, we see them treat him terribly. They don't treat him right at all. They treat him like a slave in a sense. So that day just happens to be Dudley's birthday. So for Dudley's birthday, they take Harry to the zoo. While at the zoo, Harry is talking to a snake. It's a boa constrictor, and he, he kind of starts talking to him, and obviously the snake doesn't respond back in words, but he does point and interact with Harry, telling Harry, hey, I can understand you. Dudley sees Harry talking to the snake and decides to push him out of the way. He presses his hand up against the glass, and he falls right through. Harry can't explain any of this to his uncle or aunt because he has no idea what happened. He said it was just like magic. His uncle and aunt said that magic isn't real, and they put threw him under the cupboard in the stairs so he can't get out. So after this happened, Harry starts receiving letters from an unknown source. They know where he lives, what part of the house he lives in, and it says it's from Hogwarts school. But Harry has no idea what this is. When he sees the letter, Dudley takes it from him and shows it to his parents, and his parents take it away. So Harry can't really see the letter or anything about it. Harry continues getting these letters. He, they get him from under the chimney, under the door, through the fireplace. So Uncle Vernon and Opportunity made the decision that they were going to take Harry away. So he could stop receiving the letters. They end up going to a hut on a rock in the middle of the ocean, and while there... Hagrid, the character we were introduced to in the opening scene, breaks through the door and decides to take Harry to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. He explains to Harry what happened to his parents. Harry's whole life, he, he thought that his parents died in a car crash. Hagrid explains to him that his parents were blown up by a man named He Who Must Not Be Named. He has a name, it's just in the wizarding world, they don't give him a name because they're scared to speak it. Hagrid invites Harry to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, and Harry accepts. So Hagrid takes him to a place named Diagon Alley, a wizarding shop. It's where wizards buy all the things that they need for Hogwarts, their supplies, their equipment, everything that they need. And uh, there, Harry and Hagrid go to a wizarding bank named Gringotts, run by goblins. Harry takes money because his parents have to piles and piles and piles of gold. 
Hagrid, on the other hand, takes a little small package out of a vault. So, at this point in the movie, it's time for Harry to go on the Hogwarts Express. And it says Platform 9 and 3 quarters is where the Hogwarts Express is, but there is no Platform 9 and 3 quarters. It's just Platforms 9 and 10. So, he asks the wizarding family nearby how to get on the platform. They're all red-haired. There are two twins, a tall boy, a little girl who's not old enough to go to Hogwarts, and a boy just about Harry's age. They tell him he has to go to the barriers between Platforms 9 and 10. And he does so. So Harry gets on the train, and the red-headed boy whose family he met earlier asks him to sit with him. He's amazed that Harry is Harry Potter, because in the Wizarding World, Harry is so famous. Harry, everybody knows Harry's name. And we learn that boy is Ronald Weasley. And then later on, when we're about to leave at Hogwarts, we learn, we, we meet a character named Hermione Granger, who is a very smart girl. She studies, she's like smarter than everyone else. She doesn't brag about it, but she is kind of bratty. So... We get to Hogwarts, and the first thing that they do is a sorting ceremony. Now, there are four Hogwarts houses. Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. Slytherin is the house that people look out for because all the darkest wizards came from Slytherin. There's a blonde-headed boy that Harry meets, and his name is Malfoy. And he seems really snobby and stuck up, and he asks Harry to be his friend, but Harry declines. So he's mad at Harry for that, and now he's his mortal enemy. When, when I say mortal, I mean throughout the whole book and movie series, Draco and Harry don't really like each other that much. So we see Harry go on kind of like little adventures, like Hagrid had a dragon, and you know he got detention for having that dragon, and he you know runs around the school and explores the school. And then while, one time while he was exploring the school, Hermione, Ron, and Harry ran into a trap door. They ran into the door, and there was a three-headed dog, and under the and under the dog was a trap door. But they had no idea what was under that trap door, but they were still wondering. So then, they were hanging out with Hagrid, and Hagrid explained to them about the Sorcerer's Stone. He accidentally let it slip about the Sorcerer's Stone, and they suspect that's what, that's what the dog is guarding. So there's a teacher named Snape, who they don't really like. He only likes Slytherin, which is his house, and he seems like he really dislikes Harry. There's also another teacher named Quirrell, who he comes, he, he's important later on in the story, but he is mentioned a few times before in this story. So, Harry decides, as they do more research about the Sorcerer's Stone, that they are going to go and go under the trap door and figure it out about the Sorcerer's Stone. So later, so before, Harry was given a flute for his birthday, so he uses that to put the dog to sleep because Hagrid accidentally told him how to put the dog to sleep. And so they go through the trapdoor. The first thing they encounter is Devil's Snare, a plant. If you move around, it entraps you and it tenses up and won't let you go. But if you relax, it'll let you fall. And Hermione uh, smartfully defended off the plant with light. So the next thing they encounter are flying keys and one broomstick. There's a lock on the door, and what you have to do is grab the broomstick, look for the key, and put it on the door. And that's what Harry does. Then... There was a life-sized chessboard. Now, wizard chess is different from human, from regular chess because you are kind of like the army general, and the chess pieces are kind of like your army, and it's just like that in the Wizarding World. Except that chessboard was life-size, and you were playing, you were the chess pieces in the chessboard. So after they get past that, Harry finally gets to the end. But instead of Snape, he sees he sees Quirrell, which confuses him. So in the room with him was a thing called the Mirror of Erised. Before in the story, Harry ran into the Mirror of Erised, and it gives it shows you whatever your heart's desires. 
Quirrell desired the Sorcerer's Stone, but he couldn't get it from the mirror. So, Harry decided to go to the mirror, and he got the Sorcerer's Stone. And he lied to Quirrell, saying that's not what he got, but that was. So, Quirrell decides to unwrap his turban, and the back of his head is Voldemort. The Voldemort himself. Not his whole body, just his head. Harry and Quirrell get in a tussle, and every time Harry touches Quirrell, his skin burns. So... Harry, in a sense, kind of, like, kills Quirrell by making him burn to death. And so, um, that's the end of Quirrell. And then there's the end of the story. Harry's in the hospital wing. And Dumbledore explains to him, Quirrell's skin burns every time you touch him because Harry's parents were defending him from love. When Harry was a baby, Voldemort killed his parents and tried to kill him, but he survived the killing curse. And his parents did everything they could to block him from Voldemort. And Dumbledore said that Harry wasn't able to touch Quirrell because his parents were defending him out of love, something that Quirrell and Voldemort have never seen or encountered with. So that is the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone movie review. Personally, my rating for it would probably be third to last because it's not a bad movie. It's a very good introduction to the Wizarding World. It's just the sequels are better, or at least some of the sequels are better like it's it's not a ter- like i like i said before it's not a terrible movie i enjoy the movie it's just the sequels definitely build upon the movie and in the movie wise the acting gets a little bit better and the cgi gets better and the editing gets better but i do enjoy it. it's a very fun whimsical movie kind of like showing you all the things that happen in the wizarding world it's like one of those movies where you wish it was happening to you you know like one of those movies where like it looks so fun where like you wish it was real and so that's kind of how i felt while watching it and i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast of my harry potter and the sorcerer stone movie review i hope you guys go and see it currently it's free on peacock until the end of march all seven movies are actually free on peacock and peacock is actually a website and an app um, that you actually don't have to buy it's completely free and if you're an xfinity user you can just say peacock, peacock into your voice remote or find it on your apps and you can watch it there I'm not sponsored by Peacock, but I'm just that's a way you guys can watch it. It's also on Amazon Prime, but unfortunately you do have to pay for it. And it's on Netflix, but it's not on the American Netflix. It's on the UK and Australian Netflix. So if you guys have a VPN and can switch to those Netflixes, that works too. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast, and I'll see you guys next Wednesday. Goodbye. <laughs>